What a sheer delight. Time just zipped by in this cleverly conceived and executed comedy which is making its Australian debut. With book and lyrics by Robert L. Friedman and music and lyrics by Stephen Lutvak, A Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder opened on Broadway in November 2013, going on to win four Tony Awards the following year. They included Best Musical, Best Book of a Musical and Best Direction. The setting is a penitentiary in 1909, where Lord Montague Monty D. Swith Navarro, 9th Earl of Highhurst, played by Chris Ryan, is writing his memoirs on the eve of his possible execution. He maintains it's the truth and nothing but the truth of what happened to him and what he did, a story that could be called A Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder. We cut back to 1907, when Monty arrives home to a shabby flat, having just buried his mother, a lady who washed clothes to try to eke out a living. He receives a visit from a mysterious woman, Miss Marietta Shingle, Nancy Hayes, who maintains she was his mother's good friend. She reveals to a gobsmacked Monty that his mum was in fact a member of the aristocratic Desquith family, but that she was cut off when she eloped with a Spanish musician who has also passed away. Miss Shingle says while Monty's mother wanted to spare her son any shame, he is in fact ninth in line to become the Earl of Highhurst. Not surprisingly, Monty writes to the family he doesn't know he was a part of and is rebuffed, but he persists and soon enough he comes face to face with a number of the Desquiths. As the title of the musical suggests, Monty hatches a plan to knock off the eight Desquiths ahead of him in the pecking order and before you know it, he's doing just that in hilarious fashion. At the same time, he has his eye on two ladies. One, Sabella Hallward, Alinta Chidsey, ditched him earlier to marry another man of higher social standing. But she and Monty are still on more than speaking terms. The other, Phoebe Desquith, Genevieve Kingsford, is the wife, later widow, of a distant cousin. Hijinks and mayhem abound in this uproarious piece of musical theatre with no shortage of laugh-aloud material. Some of the musical numbers and spoken interchanges are truly delightful. Mitchell Butel is magnificent, playing no less than eight roles as respective desquiths, both men and women about to meet their maker. What a treat. He has a wow of a time, as do we watching. With a glint in his eye, Chris Ryan has a grand time of it too, as his character literally gets away with murder in the most ridiculous of circumstances. Using video technology, the staging to capture the Victorian theatre atmosphere is delightful. The set designer is Christina Smith. So too, Dana Jolly's choreography and Isaac Lumen's costumes. To give you some idea, Mitchell Butel has more than 16 costume, wig and makeup changes, a number in under 30 seconds, plus a dedicated backstage team of three to help him with his lightning transformations. That's not to overlook the musical direction by Kelly Dickerson and the incomparable direction of the production company's founding director, Roger Hodgman. Two hours, five minutes, excluding interval in duration, the Eleven-Strong cast do a wonderful job bringing to life a tall tale indeed that brought with it intense viewing pleasure. I loved every moment of A Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder, 
which is on at the Playhouse at Art Centre Melbourne until the 18th of November 2018. Subscribe to the full podcast at Audioboom, Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com.